0: Welcome to Greenwood on Deck with your host, Clay Sprouse. We are meeting our talented residents who are shaping the social and cultural landscape of Greenwood, South Carolina. Greenwood on Deck is a production of CES and presented by Anchor. Okay, welcome into another episode of Greenwood on Deck, a podcast dedicated to our talented citizens here in Greenwood, South Carolina. Tonight, we're coming to you from a very busy Inn on the Square, where our guest just finished up a three-hour set, and my guest tonight is Mr. Stephen Galloway. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Stephen, let's go ahead and just jump in a little bit. What is your background in Greenwood? Can you give us a little bit of your backstory?
1: For sure. Um, I actually transferred here to Landon University from Spartanburg Methodist College. And um, I got a, a small music scholarship, so I, I entered in the music program here at Landon University. So that's what pretty much got me here in Greenwood. And um, I finished up in um, two thousand Eleven came here in 2008, did three years here, so, yeah, man, I, and uh and I really didn't play out any um, when I was in college here, so, you know, I started playing out whenever uh, I got in contact with Keller Ridgeway, some other guys, so. Yes, I pretty much got me in the market of the Greenwood music scene.
0: Well, the first time I caught you was at Springfest. I think that was probably about three years ago or so. Man, you just blew me away. I, I've enjoyed your music ever since. I love listening, when, you, especially when you join up with some of the other groups around sure. town. Sure. But I like what you do on your own, obviously. You lay your own tracks and everything like that. So what What age did you start playing?
1: I started playing when, um, let's see, it's about 11 years old. I started playing drums. Uh, my, my dad, who played guitar. So music was always around me. Uh, I grew up in church, okay. you know, so uh, that, that's how that got started.
0: Church is usually a good foundation <laughs> for music, and that's actually you kind of led into one of my other questions: was were there any other instruments that you played? Sure, sure.
1: <laughs> I actually play um, three three other instruments. I play. Um, I play piano and I play a little bit of guitar too as well.
0: Excellent. So in on June fifteenth, your EP was released, Rooftop Melodies. That's right. I, I got there. a I got a chance to listen to it on Amazon. Do you know if it's available on any other platforms? For sure, um, it's
1: available on Spotify, Facebook. Exactly. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of other CD Baby, iTunes. So you can pretty much find it wherever yeah, you want to on Facebook. I meant to say. Where did you record it? I recorded it at home.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. You did it all there. Yes. So it is a Greenwood <laughs> homegrown product. Very cool. So, who are your influences when it comes to? Is it are your influences strictly from jazz or is it R and B crossover? too? where where do your influences come from?
1: Man, uh, like I said, I grew up in church, so I, I listen to a lot of different artists and just a a wide platform of um, inspiration that I one of the main influences that I I would say would be Grover Washington he's in the jazz genre okay the wine light, I'm yeah. not sure if y'all ever heard of Mr. Mr. Magic. Okay. That was uh, originally Robert Washington Jr. So. But I would
0: assume that with the church background, probably it started in gospel. Yes. A lot of yes. a lot of influences there. For sure. See what I like about the jazz genre is most of it's instrumental, if not all of it. I mean ninety-nine percent of it I assume is instrumental. Mm-hmm. So it kind of allows the listener to interpret or try to interpret what the artist is coming through, mm-hmm. but it's probably totally different than what your intentions were. Uh, I was thinking about the last song on the EP. It's called Week, and I was thinking that maybe it, it was some sort of love story where you were kind of struggling throughout the relationship, but you were trying to keep it together. I don't know. That's that's That was the sense I got from it, but I don't know. So where do you... Find inspiration in your songs. Okay, um, I can tell you each one individually.
1: <laughs> but week in particular, um, it's actually that's actually one of the one of the covers. Uh, it's, it's actually a cover from SWV. It's an artist. Um, that's just only that's the only cover that's on that on the album. Um, but a week is is more so centered around basically what you said. It's, it's a relationship, and you know you're basically you know expressing yourself how how weak you are to that person you're vulnerable to love you know what I'm saying basically
0: when you when you release uh, an EP like Mm -hmm. you have and just mentioning weak just Mm -hmm. following up to that do you have to get any kind of permission in order to put that out there for sure
1: Um, I get licensed through it's a couple of companies that I that I go through I mean if anyone has any questions feel free to reach out to me on Facebook I can give you every logistic okay for sure
0: Uh, The first song on the album is called Break Time. Yes. Really thought that that was a great tune to put on right from the get-go. Very upbeat. Great track behind it. So my question to you on that one is what type of of effects can you put on a saxophone? I saw a Facebook post where you were playing around in a music store with a wah, with a wah pedal. But what kind of effects can you put on a saxophone?
1: Oh, man. um, I use different... Different interfaces, different different type of plugins that I use from at, either it's Logic or. Um, something like, as far as like a wah or a boss, just different delays and stuff like that. So me being a guitar player,
0: I mean, there's the same, you can put the same kind, of, apply the same kind of effects to a sax For sure. in the same way. Yes. It's just trying to figure out how to fit it in. Put it in the mic, yeah. So uh, break time went, I believe, 4 minutes and 24 seconds on the EP. Yes. I think an interesting question here is, how long does it take you to get that four minute and twenty-four second final product? How long did it take you to get that done?
1: Break time it may have took maybe a month. I would say um, it was actually made in my car at work on my lunch break. That's why it's called break time.
0: <laughs> I like it. See, and you know, great artists such as yourself. You find you can pick these ideas out of the air, sure. and then it just kind of comes to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this: mm-hmm. With you being a veteran now around the Greenwood music scene, what is your impression of the scene here in Greenwood, as far as local music is concerned? I'm impressed.
1: Um, I, I mean, I I reach out to some of the the veterans here, like Ashby Stokes and Jake Bartley. And, you know, they always give me advice as far as like the business side, and you um, know. As far as just communicating with, with, with um, you know, just doing interviews like this and just communicating with my my, my fans or right. whoever you would say. I, I don't like calling them my fans. I like calling them my friends. Or you know, <laughs> because family, in, a, in a, know. a
0: small town like this, but you seriously. get to know the people that are coming out to your shows exactly. and everything like that. I know we opened up for you guys, uh, myself and Kevin Brock. We opened up for you guys at Uptown Live last year. Now, what was the band's name again? I can't remember. That was The
1: Remedy. The Remedy. Oh, man, Um, you guys were so
0: tight. Thank you. So how often do you get to play with those guys? Um,
1: We actually rehearsed last Monday. We we try to get together every month. Even though we're not playing out, we just try to keep it like a a brothership, like like something like fellowship, you know, just keep the circle tight, you
0: know. Because in my opinion – practice is some of the most fun yeah you know you can exactly. sit back you can relax you can have a few drinks yes you know uh experiment and see where the music goes In that regard, so what are your future plans as far as music is concerned do you see yourself branching out at some point maybe leaving greenwood or you're kind of just living in the moment right now have you thought about that far ahead
1: you know, I, I, I kind of live in the moment as far as uh, plans, as far as with music, because um, Greenwood has truly been a blessing to me. Um, I feel like you don't necessarily have to move to get the audience that you need. More so, you just have to be great at what you do. You just, you know, keep your character. You know, and then that time will, will progress. You know, if, if it's meant to be, and then it's meant to be. What you know. just kind of, if it comes, yeah, yeah, yeah it then comes, comes. we'll ride that I'm train when I it gets to Right now, you know. Well,
0: you can certainly tell when you're playing how much you're enjoying it, and obviously your audience enjoys it. Like I said, we're here in on, in on the square, and the room was packed when I walked in, <laughs> and uh, quite loud. But they're <laughs> definitely enjoying your music for sure. So as an artist, is there a particular venue somewhere that like, you dream, you daydream that maybe one day it would be awesome to be on that particular stage? Have you ever thought about that?
1: Yeah, I have. Um, I thought about like maybe like New Year's Eve in New York. Just, just it's anywhere. Just in that in that in that area, you know, just performing, you know. It will it, be awesome, man. I assume you've been to New York
0: before? I haven't.
1: I haven't. You haven't been to New York. No.
0: no. I just went back in March of last year with my wife for the first time. Was blown away. It's it's a city of life I mean it's just alive and I would imagine a musician of your caliber could make a decent little living there but you know the dollar doesn't go as far in New York City (laughs) as it does in little old (laughs) Greenwood South Carolina so let me uh, kind of follow up to that question is there an artist that you've ever daydreamed of playing with that you know what i would love to play with that guy or if, if that's a hero of yours sure uh kamazi washington kamazi washington
1: man uh he's he's more like the new era jazz right now
0: uh, she's putting out
1: hits left and right he just released the album it's, um, it was actually centered around Street Fighter, uh, like the game Street Fighter. And like, he just made songs like that, that made it seem like it, it was on the video game. It was it's amazing.
0: It sounds kind of like what did Pink Floyd do with Dark Side of the Moon? You could play it with The Wizard of Oz or something, and there was, it could sink in together. That's right, so? yeah, yeah. Okay, I could see that. Okay, so I told you before I interview, I was going to ask you a couple of other questions. What does Greenwood do best? I believe Greenwood. What Greenwood does best is is
1: actually let people know that whoever's in Greenwood, that hey, we have musicians here. It's like a. I would I always uh, compare it to Asheville.
0: It's like a small Asheville. It's just the, the scene here, the music scene here
1: is is only made through Greenwood, like uptown Greenwood, and how they promote social media. They're always hip to to different to different things, and you know, try to try to pretty much uh, bring diversity to the to home, um, to the town.
0: What I've always appreciated being, I've I used the term loosely, a musician in town, but I've always felt like that we are not competitors. We're all kind of on the same team. Exactly. And very supportive of each other. Like I said, I've seen you guys out before. I'm sure I'm sure you've probably come across some of the stuff I've done before. So I've always kind of felt that community sense. So I see what you're saying there. So if there was something that you felt like Greenwood can improve on, do you have an opinion in that regard? <laughs> um I would say
1: <laughs> it is it, it's, it's not too much that they can improve on more so just uh maybe getting like whenever they have their like the blues fest or maybe like a big artist coming into town, maybe have like a local guy open up for them or just anything to to pretty much uh promote the, the local scene here. Right. We've, we've seen
0: had. we've seen Uptown Live bring in more folks from the outside. And do a local opener. Exactly. Uh, so we'd like to see more of that. But I think I even saw a thread on Twitter prior to the Blues Festival, the Blues and Barbecue Festival, that said, can we have a local stage? And I heard a lot of folks saying that there was a really good turnout when the local bands were playing at the Blues Festival. So I, I think that... There are a lot of folks that probably echo uh, the similar sentiments that you have, and and especially and again, I, I'm I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but with your talent, uh, someone like yourself definitely deserves to be uh, showcased more. Okay, so you and I have talked a little bit uh, via Facebook, okay, and anyone who knows me knows that I'm a big Charlotte Hornets fan, okay. <laughs> And you and I have talked back and forth a little bit about the Charlotte situation, about Kimba. Yeah. In your opinion, who is the best true point guard in the NBA?
1: Ooh, we – oh, man. Um, as of right now, I, I, I'm a big fan of Rondo. I, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Ray John Rondo just because I've seen him grow, you know, just, just grow as a as a player throughout his career. He started out with
0: the Celtics. Yes, he's been, he did he had a phenomenal year last year with the Pelicans. He did. and he's going to the Lakers now. Am I right yeah, on that? Yes, right. Okay, so Enjoy he's he's going to be with LeBron. Uh, yeah, Rondo is a really good ball player. Yeah. I've actually played a little fantasy basketball here, uh, as you know. That's a very geeky thing to say, but he can put up some points for you. You know, yeah, he can. He can dish the ball and everything like that. So, follow-up question to that is: Now that LeBron has moved to the West, yeah. what team out of the East is going to play Golden State for the finals next year? Do you know? Do you have an idea? I have to go with the Raptors, man. Because if they get Kawhi no. to yeah, no. cooperate, Talk sure.
1: I, I feel like it's, it, it'll the, work uh, out. Right. Um, Takoyaki I I really do have a good feeling that that, that, that the Raptors will make it to the finals. Um, It'll be Raptors and Celtics Easter Conference. Right. The West is
0: so crowded. Yeah, oh my gosh. So um, how can people get in touch with you? Uh,
1: um, I have a Facebook, Instagram, social media. I have an email, stevengsaxx.com at gmail.com and uh, my Instagram Facebook and Twitter is actually Stephen G. Sacks at Stephen G. Sacks and you can follow me there
0: and you do private events you do weddings you do the That's whole nine yards right. Right. in addition to your normal gig this is a normal gig Got In On The Square yeah, right? for sure yeah okay. yes. Well, again, I just want to say thank you so much, Stephen. I knew that I would have a great time with you. My pleasure. And uh, we are going to get this shared out to Greenwood. And Greenwood, please, I encourage you to come see Stephen Galloway sometime. You will not be disappointed. So thank you again, Stephen. Thank Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for listening to Greenwood on Deck. Please make sure to check out our Facebook page, Greenwood On Deck Podcast. And we look forward to talking to you soon again, Greenwood.